this is WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley, and you are listening to the WNS Podcast. Yeah! Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. A couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners. So listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. That's right. What's up, everyone? I'm Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abraham. And we welcome you to episode 513 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, The Internet Podcast, on YouTube, The Internet Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We are on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter. Twitter, DRH Pro. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear, Abear underscore Mode on Instagram, DRH underscore Pro on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok and Twitch at everywhere. DRH Pro. So welcome to the show. Got plenty to talk about. We're going to talk some wrestling, some wrestling, some good stuff. That mic check. No, but you're, I'm you know, good. you're good. Okay. Yeah, I checked it before, before you got here. Gotcha. I had some, I had some spare time. So, you know, out of the kindness of my heart, I decided to see what was going on in your in your mic's world. Ah. So, I still have that little buzz for whatever reason. Buzz, buzz. I think I'm wondering if it might be the cable, but you know, do what you can with what you got and do work, Snooky. <laughs> do work. That's right. So, welcome to the show. Like I said, we're going to be talking AEW. You got plenty of hot topics as well. We're probably not going to get into too much WWE just because nah. I haven't nah. gotten to watch much nah. due to work and also I'm not as interested in it right now. Also, I've heard it. Well, there's a rumor that we'll talk about when it comes to WWE. Rumors. In a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we can get into it now if you want. I heard. Why that not? Possibly. Possibly. Well, okay. Well, first of all, let's let's talk about something that's sad that happened because this actually goes yeah. into what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the passing of Scott Hall. Yes. Which is very very sad that he had um, he was gonna have hip surgery right then he had three heart attacks yeah a blood, blood clot, clot developed and you know that's just that's just so sad and um you know thoughts and prayers go out to the family and uh um, friends of yeah. scott hall i know uh kevin nash is you know, take it pretty hard which you know Take it pretty hard. Anyone would take it pretty hard. You yeah, know? I mean, when you when you've lost your best friend of, you know, more than thirty years, it's it's never a fun mm-hmm. it's never a fun day to say say goodbye to that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've I've been a, a Scott Hall fan for many years since he was Razor Ramon in WWF. Um, you know, I posted on my on my social media where it was like, man, I remember watching WCW live and Scott Hall coming down the steps, crossing the uh, the guardrail. And basically starting the Monday Night Wars, so I think like my first and like I'm late to this because I wasn't a WCW fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I knew of Scott Hall, but I didn't really know him well. The like the first time I really got to watch him mm-hmm. was when the NWO came back or came to WWE. So you had Scott Hall versus Stone Cold. I think. Yeah, I think that was a feud. Yeah, um, and then, that was. 
WrestleMania 18, Hogan I think. Rock. Yeah. I don't know what Kevin Nash was doing. I don't know who he was fighting, but there was Stone Cold and I remember that. Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Mm -hmm. So I remember that time period. That was like my first, like the first time, hey, I'm watching you on my programming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that was your introduction to it. Yeah. Because you weren't into, you weren't big into WCW. You didn't really know about NWO or anything that was going on over there. Man. The Razor Ramon and WWF was like before my time. So. Yeah, a little bit probably because yeah, because you were into Degeneration X and that was right around the time NWO was going on. So mm. Razor Ramon, that was that was my guy. Yeah, and Diesel, like I was a big fan of Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's it is a sad day. Um, it was very sad to announce Scott Hall had passed away. Um, you know what a what a crazy life he led. And it it is very, very nice to see all of the outpouring of love towards him about saying how smart he was behind the scenes and, you know, like the mind that he had for it. It's just it's so tragic because of all of the issues that he had, all the demons that he had to fight, you know, the alcohol and the the other substances that he that he battled with throughout throughout the years. Uh, You know, it really makes you wonder, like, what his life would have been like if he hadn't have gone down that particular path. Yeah. Um, but I know also, he will certainly be yeah. missed. God bless Diamond Dallas Page, man. He helped yeah. so many people. Yeah. Um, he's helped him, Jake the Snake. He's currently helping Buff Bagwell mm-hmm. uh, with his situation. Um, so, man. And then here's a little story I was listening to. I don't really get to listen to podcasts at work, but I was like the only one at work were uh today or this week so i was listening to podcasts while i work so i was listening <laughs> to different things i was listening to busted open mm-hmm. and when they had that uh movie or whatever you call it the was it called the resurrection resurrection of uh, like Snake? the documentary documentary yeah. um so they had two showings in different states or whatever well dave from busted open was with uh scott on one of them and um his wife was there dave's wife uh Apparently, Scott and Dave, uh, no, 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 Dave's wife and Scott became friends or whatever. And then mm-hmm. when they got to the, have you watched it? I have not. The harsh parts you know, where they showed Scott Hall, mm-hmm. you know, he was battling through some stuff too. He couldn't watch it. Yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't know this. He had to, he walked out. So Dave's wife, Dave LaGreca's wife, followed him out. It's like, are you okay? He goes, I, I can't watch this. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, you know, it goes through yeah. his mind watching that part. You know, sometimes it's hard to see yourself struggle. Yeah, and that can like trigger different things. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, uh, you know, you're still battling things. Yeah, um, I think they say like if you're if you're an addict, you're never not an addict after that. Yeah. You're just constantly in that battle. You know, you might go five, six years without relapse or anything, but you're still considered an addict yeah and you're just fighting it off and that's that unfortunately was one of the struggles of scott hall's life is you know he he struggled with addiction and um you know who knows how many years it took off of him from that Mm -hmm. but you know he was certainly a wonderful talent um and from all of the comments and stories that i've read a wonderful human being just had just that little bit of darkness over him and it kind of, you know, messed with his career a little bit. But other than that, he will be highly missed. Yeah. 
and uh, you know it's it's sad to see him gone. And it in a, in a personal story, it makes me very glad that I went to that autograph show yes. that he was at, the one yes. where I got the picture with Ric Flair, because I got that autograph from him with that picture. So, and that was in August. That was just six, six, seven months ago. Oh, where he got an assignment. Yeah. Yeah. But that picture itself was a few years ago. That, that was, was like 2013 or something. No. Yeah. That, picture it, was not, was that, that picture was taken before we went to WrestleMania because whenever we went to WrestleCon or WrestleFest, yeah. whatever it was in, in New Orleans, uh, Kevin Nash was the first one to sign it. Wow. And then I got, how did I get Scott Hall to sign it? Or not Scott Hall, uh, Scott Norton. I think it was that uh, charity event we went to or something. It was some event, and I got him to sign that. So. Um, I know we have a, what does it say, Steven Spams. I want Rock versus, oh, something just happened. Saying uh, I wanted Rock, Rock versus Hall and Hogan versus Austin at Mania 18. Oh, you wanted it flipped. Yeah. Are we frozen? I don't know why my computer does this from time to time. It'll just, like, bug out on me. Uh, so it's still going, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we're still we're still on. Um, okay, so that goes into what I wanted to talk about. I've heard rumors, well, through Brian Alvarez, I should say. He said that we were going to find out who Seth Rollins opponent for mania was apparently because i don't watch raw mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll be honest with you but um so they had a weird ass storyline on raw where they had rollins versus owens to see who they can have okay whoever wins would have a talk show at mania so they can host austin that's so stupid that's fucking weird that's and one of the reasons why I'm like, I'm okay missing Raw. I think they said that something changed because they were going to reveal who it was because the rumor is it's supposed to be Cody versus Rollins. Yeah. So, I don't know if this Raw was heavy on uh, the tribute for Hall or just a little bit. Mm. I'm not for sure. But, you know, as we've heard in the past, like, there's so many rewrites on Raw. Not just this Raw, but like a lot of Raws mm-hmm. in general. Like, oh, it's about to start. Let me rewrite this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's happened a lot. So that is a rumor I've heard. Yeah, that it'll be Cody. And a lot of people, there were a lot of rumors flying around that uh, Cody was going to debut this week on Raw. Because yep. it was in Jacksonville. And they're like, ah, take that shot, you know. But um, God, if he does sign with WWE... How much Vince is like, dude, I want you to take a shot at Tony Khan or AEW, <laughs> and that's what's going to fucking happen. Like, mm-hmm. do what Ambrose did. Like, because even interviews when Ambrose left or Moxley, he was like, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I don't want to do this. So, Yeah, we'll see what happens if uh, if Cody does actually sign with WWE. It's highly rumored that he will, um, but we haven't seen it yet. So until, until they... Until the music hits, we won't know, know for man. certain. It, it's still pretty shocking. Yeah. That he left. EVP. Mm-hmm. Of all elite wrestling. One of the left. founders. Like, like I'm, I'm forgetting it. Like, I'm just, like, not thinking about it. But, like, if you really think about it, it's shocking. I know some people are like, no, I don't care. It's just Cody whatever. I don't like Cody. No. You like, like Cody. I mean, I like Cody. I'm just, mm-hmm. like, I'm just saying... Uh, what other people would say, yeah. but um, it's still shocking. 
It is. To and, this day. And Steven asks, if uh, if Cody doesn't, who will be Rollins' opponent for WrestleMania? Well, aren't they um, still have a backup of him like doing something with like uh, Damian Priest or something like that? I think Priest is in a feud with Finn Balor right now. I thought something happened where they they could add him to it or something. Oh. I don't know. I don't, I'm sure they could. I'm sure they'd be able to find a place for him, but, you know, at the moment. Are we getting Owens and Stone Cold, or is it just a talk show? Are I, they going to set up a talk show on the first night and then a match on the second night? They could do that. It, I guess it'll depend on, on Stone Cold's health and I how he's doing. Happening. I don't see Stone Cold wanting to wrestle, but what do I know? Well, he said, in an, he said in an interview this morning, he was like, I wish Kevin Owens would have pissed me off sooner so I would have had more time to get ready. Mm. So my thought process on it is that Kevin Owens will invite Stone Cold out, cut a promo on Texas, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> piss <laughs> on Texas. Texas sucks. Piss, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> piss off uh, Stone Cold. They brawl. Like, it won't be like an actual match. It'll be a brawl, stunner, drink the beer. That's what... That's what... The, like... The crazy ass part, if they're gonna do that, like, no offense to Stone Cold, I love Stone Cold, but like he does that every now and then, so it's not like yeah. that big of a fucking deal. Yeah. To be honest with you, I get it because Kevin Owens, you know, he got permission from Stone Cold due to stunner and stuff like that, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to see Stone Cold in another match at what? How old is Stone Cold? Fifty six, fifty seven, something like that. Yeah. Like, and you're gonna wrestle and do stunners and like, hurt your fucking tailbone, uh. I don't know, man. Like, I deep down, fifty-seven. The fan to me really wants Stone Cold too, but at the same time, thinking logically, I'm like, you're almost sixty and you want to wrestle and do shit. Like, Kevin will be good, and like, you have to be like careful. Yeah, Stephen. He's like twelve years too late. (laughs) I get it. You know, I don't know. It's not going to be a big deal if he comes and they talk and he stuns him because he's done that in the past. Well, what cracks me up is that they're making it seem like he's never appeared in a WWE ring since WrestleMania 19, which was his last match. But it's like, dude, WrestleMania 20, he was special guest referee. WrestleMania 23, he was special guest referee. He was, you know, he was just in the performance center for uh, during the pandemic, you know, showing up delivering stunners. So it's like it's not something that's like new to us now if it's an actual match yeah that would be a big deal because it's been that long but we've seen him in the ring so many times like how many legends nights do we have how many anniversary shows did they do where stone cold was the headliner or he showed up and delivered some stunners or something mania when it was like hogan rock and and stone cold that was wrestlemania 30 we were there for that you know like it's not like we haven't seen stone cold in the ring it's just we haven't seen him in a match they're, they're, like, promoting this like it's going to be some sort of big deal. It's yeah. only going to be a big deal if he wrestles. Yeah. If there's which, a referee and a bell rings. In which I'm, like, torn mm-hmm. about it. Like, yes, but no, you know? Yeah. Or maybe uh, maybe they have the talk show and Kevin Owens lays out Stone Cold, drinks the beer and all that, and then that sets up for a match the next night. That could happen. Yeah. Like, now you done do pi- some sort of like now you done piss me off. Yeah, some promo at the end of the night or what, or online or something like you know what? I just talked to Vince. You know I'm gonna have a fucking match with you tomorrow or something like that. <laughs> he wouldn't say fucking, but you know. Yeah, there you go. Drop the drop the f bomb, Austin. I wish he would. I wish they would bring f bombs back. PG era, my ass. <laughs> I'm gonna 
stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. Yep, that's usually what they do. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Saudi money at Super Showdown. No, I don't know if he would even do that. But, uh, you know, never say never, I guess. But, uh, speaking of people that are, uh, leaving companies, and we talked about Cody a little bit, Joey Janela has recently revealed that he will not be re signing with AEW when, it, when his contract expires. When it, when it will happen. I don't know. I, he said he, he was talking about it in an interview. Um, but uh, I didn't get a chance Thinking to listen to it. Thinking about that situation, I want to know what went wrong with Joey Janela. What I mean is, I know he's not the best compared mm-hmm. to other people, but I remember a uh, it's not a promo, a vignette promo. I don't know. Whereas him and Sonny Kiss mm-hmm. getting they're beating people's ass and getting in a vehicle and then going away. Yeah. Yeah, I know they had their feud eventually. When they, they did. Turned, he turned on him. But, like, I don't know, like, where stuff went wrong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, it's like they had their feud, and then it was kind of like, okay, well, now what? Why don't you, like, it, it may be like, oh, I don't like this guy. I don't want to do stuff with him. Or, I mean, that's the same with Brian Cage. I'm not the biggest fan of Brian Cage. Where mm-hmm. has he been? What's going on? You know what I mean? Like, I kind of crack up at, at that because, you know, on the AEW roster, they have their updated uh, matches and stuff, mm-hmm. and like you know their overall record, and then their 2022 record, and like there are a couple that just have zero and zero for 2022. Like, like really, like when he leaves, he's gonna tell a story, so we want to yeah. know what happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we're at the point where like I'm torn because you're signing so many people, but at the same time, it's not that big of a deal, but it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. Yeah, like but, even that, like the best Brian Cage match I've seen is when he fought Moxley. Yeah, that's probably the biggest feud he's had in AEW. But going back to jo- Joey Janela, um, I don't ever see him being in AEW ever again. No, and that's okay. You know, it's the same thing. I thought, I thought, uh, Pete Peter Avalon was mm-hmm. gone. He's on there. He's still on there. He AEW. was accept he the the story that came out for him was that he had started accepting indie bookings. Okay. And so people thought that that was a sign of uh, oh he's leaving. It's like no, he's just he's available for other dates. By the way, his hair now is getting ridiculous. Freaking awesome. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but it's like the what the 80s like long hair so I'm like no, I know he It's the fact that he's got like that huge widow's peak as well. Yeah. Like, it's just like oh, it looks so like, weird. Like it's like receding a little bit because he has a widow's peak, and then like it's so thick right there. It's like this is like an '80s like sitcom hair. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> um, He's a heartthrob. I, I, I know the wingmen get their ass kicked all the time. Yeah. Uh, but poor Peter Avalon. <laughs> um, hey, he's getting his paid. Hair, his hair for champion. He's getting paid. He's getting worldwide, world, worldwide, worldwide recognition. Yeah. Um, By the way, aren't you the world famous Tyler A. Bear? Yes. Rawr. But I don't have the hair of Peter Avalon. You so. don't. You could. I could. Please don't. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So, uh, from what I heard, that there were a lot of people who weren't really a fan of Joey Janela backstage. I guess they thought he works a little unsafe. 
So they're oh, like, hey, before that, he was. You remember some of the like matches that he did? Like, you saw some of the clips where he jumped off a fucking building and put mm-hmm. someone through a table or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, I can't really judge him too much because I don't really know him that much. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but you know, we don't know the status on Marco Stunt. Yeah. Either. Um, yeah, there are a few that it's looking like they'll probably end up leaving. When the time comes. I don't know who else after, like, Joey Janela, Marco Stunt, mm-hmm. maybe Brian Cage. I don't know who else. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, I was looking at the AEW roster, uh, like, yesterday. They have, like, over 120 people on their <laughs> roster. Like, <laughs> yes. it is okay for yes. some of them to go. Can we, like, oh, I don't even want to be that guy. Like, like even the really women's just... division has, like, 24 ladies on there. I'm like, good lord. But you don't even use them all. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't watch Dark, so... But uh, I don't know, man. There's so many people like I don't even want to say this. I was gonna make a joke, but I don't want to say this because it's people having a job. I'm like, can we get rid of Tony Nice? Uh, that's bad. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> people. You know, they're having a job. Like, whoa, shit. Looking at this, like, I don't want people to get released. But you know, you're gonna have to not, you know, pick up. Tony says he's not gonna pick up everyone's contract when they Mm -hmm. like i don't like tony niece is a dark guy like also thinking he's still gonna pick up roh are you gonna transfer some people to roh i mean i think that's i think that's kind of what the wrestling world is waiting for like what's What's gonna happen yeah what's gonna happen with ring of honor is it going to continue to be its own thing is it like an aew mining opportunity yeah where it's like hey we're gonna take some of the talent we're gonna shift a few people around you know or is this gonna be a uh is it gonna be a developmental developmental yeah because um, like because there's certain people like if i was them i would pick up like some of those roh like they were in roh before mm-hmm. before it went down and then transfer some of your talent over there too yeah like but what's what's the craziest thing about the the aew roster is that if you look at it there are a lot of people that are on TV. Like there aren't too many, like maybe Aaron Solo, who's not getting as much because he's with the factory factory. QT Marshall. They're doing like rampage and dark. Yeah. But you look at, you look and Helico. Yeah. Austin gun. The ass, the ass boys is getting over, uh, (laughs) you know, there, there's just so many people on the roster, but so many are being on TV on a regular basis. Even, even if it's like every other week or, once a, once every three weeks or yeah. so, like, you know, Fuego probably does dark and yeah, Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman like come up on Dynamite every now and then. Mm-hmm. Hook does Rampage and, and dark. Yeah. Jay Lethal is just dark, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Jeff Parker, that's Jeff changing. Parker. It's gonna be yeah. Uh, we're looking at the list right now, mm-hmm. and it's Kim like Sabian, if they're I think is uh, injured. Yeah, still, right. Or he's been ringside. Wearing a bag over his head. Is he, that's the guy that's. I think so. That's At weird. least that's according to like his Instagram and his social media. And weird. Stuff. Look, there's there's two Lees: Lee Johnson, and Lee Moriarty. They yeah. need to fight and see who wins the, the name of Lee. Yeah, but it's like you, like I said, you look at these these talents, and there aren't very many that Miro's out hurt. Yeah, I but, like how they still have on the roster Mr. Brody Lee. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Um. But like everyone, right. e- like 
a, a good majority of the folks are being used in some capacity. Wow, I never realized that. Like, that's incredible to me. Abaddon, I, don't, I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. Was AQA doing? Is she uh, dark? I guess so. Emmy sometimes is um, on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Paige Van Zandt, I think they're going to push the hell out of her. Yeah, I heard her training got delayed a little bit due to food poisoning. Um, uh, Gangrel is actually training her to wrestle. Oh, really? So, yeah, she said in an interview, she's like, I want to jump off the ladders. I want to crash through tables. <laughs> and they're like, pump the brakes, kid. I'm like, for it. I'm like, you got to you gotta learn how to how to do all this yeah, first. And she's like, no, I want to go right into it. Just can't be doing stupid ass shit. Yeah. So, you know, the, like... AEW is doing such a good job of like utilizing their talent. Like I even... must have missed something. So I read something about. I guess Regal was on commentary this past Raw for uh, past the Danielson Dynamite. and Moxley yeah, match. Yeah, because apparently someone said uh, Excalibur explained Danhausen to Regal is the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's very nice, very evil. Yes, I don't know what was said, but I was I've like, got that it. line. I think I still have it saved on my DVR, so we can go and watch it after after we yeah, wrap up here. That line itself just like made me smile. Whoever mm-hmm. wrote that? But. Well, it was funny because like Regal sits down and he's like, "Tony, it's always a pleasure again to see you." Uh, you know, Jim, I didn't get a chance to mention you last week when he was talking. He was like, "But you've done you've done as much, if not more, for me than Tony Schiavone did." And he was like, I just want to take an opportunity to thank you. And then he's like, and man in the mask, you've done nothing for me. I don't I don't even know about you. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> like he goes straight back into heel. Um, so I cannot tell you everything that's been done to him. But when you get a chance, listen to Talk is Jericho, the latest episode with Regal. Mm-hmm. Dude, this man has had so many surgeries and so many, so many problems wrong with him during his NXT general manager run yeah like i'm surprised he's not dead wow william regal i no shitting you i can't tell you exactly everything that's happened to him mm-hmm. something of there's some sort of build up some sort of not of calcium some sort of weird build up on his neck that was causing problems with his body mm-hmm. and then there was something wrong with his heart skin around his heart that was messing with him yeah and then at one point he had a hole in his neck where spinal fluid was leaking. Damn. William Regal. When you get a chance, apparently it's going to be a second episode, but William Regal talks a lot. Well, he's got a he's got a big career that he can talk about. Yes. So listen to that when you get a chance. Yeah. So um, I guess let's get into Dynamite because, like I said, I, I see some of the stuff that happens on Raw, and I'm just like, okay, yep. yeah, pretty much. Like, I have no yep. interest in Ms. TV with... Paul, Logan, Logan, whatever it is. Also, I want to throw this out because I like WWE on Facebook, so I see videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Apparently, and also according to the Dirt Sheets, apparently going forward, there's going to be Raw and SmackDown people on NXT. Yes. <laughs> I guess the ratings are low um, because LA Knight confronted Dolph Ziggler on the Miz TV show on NXT. And yes. I'm like, and Dominic and Rey Mysterio were yeah, on there as like, well. what the fuck? Yeah, I guess it's that bad. I mean, you have a lot of fucking green people on there. Yeah. Uh, but it, I know they're trying to get the crowd, and it irks me. Good thing they're establishing new stars. 
when because Dolph Ziggler is the new NXT champion. He is. But when Dolph says "kid," and Mandy to, Rose is the women's champion, yeah. so it's like, what the hell? But she's also helping Toxic Attraction, the tag team that's with her. Yeah, they're help, she's helping her mm-hmm. them. Uh, but like, I do not like when Dolph Ziggler says "kid" to L.A. Knight and Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, which Tom- uh, L.A. Knight is two years younger than Dolph. And that's that's old enough to call someone kid. And then Tommaso is like four years younger than Dolph. Listen, child. <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up. It bothers me. It Listen up, old man. Yeah. No, uh, call me old man. But uh, where were we? I don't know. The alcohol's starting to kick in a little bit. Blame it on the alcohol. That's right. Um, you know, Ross sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I'm kind of glad that we're not going to WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. We like, took, don't get me wrong. We don't took get our money. Twisted. Don't get it twisted before you say that. I've been to two WrestleManias. Daniel's been to one. I've been to one. So we've been we've to been. WrestleMania. So it's not like we haven't been. We're like, WrestleMania sucks. WWE sucks. No, yeah. we've, we've, we've been to I had a good time. the manias where it, it counted, and it was awesome. I didn't like the fact that the one WrestleMania that I went to was the one where the streak was broken. Yeah. That kind of sucked. But it was iconic in the wrong ways. It was. So. But. I've been. I've, you know what? I, I've seen some pretty historical it. stuff in the world of Daniel wrestling. Daniel Bryan won it all. Yeah. Daniel Bryan won it all. The streak got broken. Um, we were at. Um, let's see. The Monday Night Raw where the rock concert took place. That everyone still talks about. He was talking crap on Vicky Guerrero. The crazy part is I don't remember that. Really? Yeah. And that was whenever we were getting ready to like fight those kids behind us. Mm. I say kids. They were adults. The, they them. were ignorant and stupid. Um, we got to see the first War Games match yes. that was brought back in NXT. Uh, we got to see the NXT title change hands from Shinsuke to, Shinsuke to Robert Roode. Robert Roode, yeah. Which was all right. That was, yeah, that was terrible. It wasn't that great of a match. But. Um, let's see. We've been to a Royal Rumble. We got to see the ladder match at TLC between Orton and Cena for the winner-takes-all match. God damn, I don't remember that either. We were in the nosebleeds for that. <laughs> I'm telling you what, man. It's like I'm forgetting a lot of matches. We got to I've see the very first uh Women's WWE Tag Team Women's Championship inside the Elimination Chamber because Sasha Banks and Bailey won that in yeah, front of I us. I barely remember that. We got to see that. Um, we got to sing Chris Jericho to the ring. Better you better remember that. Oh, no, I do remember that. <laughs> Don't ask me in seven years though. <laughs> we did. We, we sang, did. We sang Jericho to the I, ring. To be honest with you, I don't see me ever forgetting that because that was so like specific like so like like a one-time thing yeah you know it's like how can you not they tried to duplicate it a couple of times and it just also i want to say this too 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 i can't talk um so jericho was on someone's podcast i don't know who i forgot it wasn't his own (laughs) uh yeah no it was someone else's but he said that that was very organic, the one in Houston. It was. And it was. It was. 
he said we weren't like the people who'd put the lyrics out. I was like, bullshit, you did put the lyrics out. I Not did, and then the, yeah, then they stole it. AEW did. So he was like, we didn't put the, the lyrics out. No, y'all fucking did <laughs> to learn it. It may. I just love you. that they took the actual screenshot that I did. Yeah. And and used that. Yeah, it didn't quote you or. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. At least retweet me on it. Credit me in the picture. Like I've freaking right. Yeah. Hook a brother up, man. Give me one of those VIP like meet and greets. Let me hold the title. (laughs) Yeah. Shit, man. Shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I ask. Is it too much to ask to let me hold the title so I can say that I'm AEW champion? We've been many champions. We have been champions. (laughs) We've been many champions. Makes sense for you, but. I've been the million dollar champion. I've been the ROW champion. Were you the women's champion? I was women's champion for Ring of Honor. It does not make sense, but hey, it's 2022. Don't worry, I've been the TNA or Impact World Champion. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's all good. What what else were we? Brother, brother, brother. Um, I feel like there was more, but I can't. Oh. Weren't we uh, the CZW World Champion because uh, Drew Gulak had it and we held it? Or was that only I don't Doug? know if we got to hold it, or hold it, Doug? or it was like, yeah, I think it was just Doug. Oh, okay. Because I think he, I think we were both holding it, like Drew Gulak and myself, and then so you and Drew Gulak. Joint champions. Yes, <laughs> we were co-champions. Yeah. CZW, we're champs. God, I still want to get like a custom-made belt for the podcast. I think that'd be really cool. Uh, yeah. We need just, to come up with like a really sweet design. Like, like I wouldn't mind having like the podcast logo as the center plate, but I'm like, I'm trying to think of what we would have for the side plates because I don't want just like podcast logo and then podcast logo on each side because that's kind of like just, yeah, we gotta come up with something. Like, I want two different things. I want that mm-hmm. a custom one, and I want the world heavyweight. I guess you call it, it was WCW. The big gold belt? Yeah, the big one that was Hell brought yeah. into WWE. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the SmackDown Championship yeah. for a while. The World Heavyweight Championship. That's the one I want. Classic, Rebel man. Gun. Yes. That's a classic. Yeah. Would you want that or the winged eagle belt? The winged eagle, uh, eagle, eagle belt. belt. Sorry. Which one was that? That was uh, during the Attitude Era. If it's the one I'm thinking about, no. But, yeah, show me a picture if you have it. So far, I want that the world heavyweight WCW belt. No, I don't want that one. Don't want that one? Nope. Okay. All right. That's cool. Like, I, I love that one that came over from WCW. I still like the Gift of the Gods championship from oh, that was Lucha Underground. That was, a, that was such a unique design. Yes. I freaking love that. I love the creativity behind it. That one was great, and then the one that was from Dragon Gate, where he had a key to open. Yeah, what? That was really cool. The John Cena spinner belt. You get out of my house with that. No, if you said that one's crap, then you must like like the Jeff Hardy Mardi Gras belt. You also get out of my house with that. It's not Mardi Gras. I just say that because if you ever seen the TNA World Championship, that was like Jeff Hardy specific belt. Like it was his art, dude. It was. it was like purple and green. It was that's why I call it Mardi Gras. Yeah. It was such crap. Mm-hmm. That's the worst belt ever. So you're one the yes, big gold belt. I want that one. The WWE. And other people. Look at that. This was only two hundred dollars. See it, but yeah, it's only two hundred dollars. Wait, what? Is that a real replica? It's a commemorative. What does that mean? Title. Uh, it's not as heavy. 
half the weight of the replica version. Nope. You want the legit. I want the legit. So Oof. Like, if I'm going to, like, storm the ring for a match and hit someone with the belt. I want <laughs> you want them to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like the new U.S. championship look. $320 for that one, sir. I'm not a big fan of the U.S. or Intercontinental look. Look at that belt. I like it, So man. much gold. So much gold. I love what gold. What do you think about the AEW World Championship belt? Man, I, I really like it. I know, I know a lot of people were crapping on it. I like it. I like the, the women's redesign as yes, well. I like that better than the small, small. Mm-hmm. I'm like, go big or go home. You know what I mean? Yeah, make it gaudy if you have to. Yeah. Just not too gaudy. Make it nice. You know? Yes. Like, that's really cool. I like mm-hmm. that belt. It's simple. Where <laughs> simple were we? and classy. Where were we? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> we're talking uh, AEW. I think we we're just getting into AEW. Man, this AEW Dynamite was absolutely stacked. I know you said you didn't get to watch it. I didn't. But, I like, know. just looking at the number of people, like the stars that are on this show, you've got Adam Cole, you've got Adam Page, John Moxley, Brian Danielson. Uh, Jericho. Jericho. Hardys. The Hardys. Andrade. Yeah. Sting. Yeah. So, uh, such good shit. Yeah. And like, then you also have, like, the up-and-coming talent. You know, you got Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, Red Dragon. You got Chuck Taylor. We got Wheeler Yuta. They utilized him. They had the crowd chanting his name during this match. Which, that's fucking great, because for the longest time, I didn't think Wheeler Yuta was going to get over. He's just with best friends. Yeah. Dude, now they're getting to the point where, like... He's starting to is he break out a little bit. Is he going to go with... Danielson and I know William Regal slapped the shit out of him. He sure did. But I didn't see the video after that, so I don't know what happened. So okay, we'll get into that in just a moment. The opening contest was Adam Cole and Red Dragon going up against Adam Page, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus. Typical trios match, spot fest galore, really good action. Crowd was super into it. Yes. Uh, Adam Cole and Red Dragon ended up getting the victory, um, pinning pinning Jungle Boy. Uh, like I said, a really good matchup. Um, we got to see John Moxley and Brian Danielson going up against Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta. Like I said, uh, I still have love for Chuck Taylor, man. He's yeah. like one of my guys. William Regal was on commentary as well. And uh, did you listen to the commentary? A little bit, yeah. How was it? It was fine. I mean, they were putting over Wheeler Yuta, um, as was William Regal. Uh, and one of the things that William Regal did, he was like, you know, they talked about him getting in the face of Moxley and Danielson and slapping them both in the face. And he was like, what I wanted from them was them to punch me in the face. He's like, I wanted that reaction from them. I want them to, to hit me. I want that violence. And so, uh, so it made more sense later on after the match, um, you know, Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta end up getting the loss and they are kind of like licking their wounds, heading back up to the ramp. And, you know, throughout the entire match, like Wheeler is just having his ass handed to him, you know, but he's sitting there taking it. He's kicking out. He's like, come on, hit me harder. And so Daniel Bron- or Brian Danielson is like, okay, you know, fine. I'll happily oblige. And so, you know, delivering the chops, delivering the kick. Like it was a brutal match that Wheeler had to sit there so and just take. Good showing. 
it was you to even though he got his ass kicked yes and the fact that he kept fighting he kept at, he was asking for more and so the crowd was getting behind him for that and they literally they were chanting you know wheeler you know you da you da you da dude AEW is so good at so many things like mm-hmm. utilizing i know we said this over and over and over but utilizing the legends yeah pushing like current like how do you Cur- you're pushing your current like, talent and you're building future stars yes Yes, like they're so good, mm-hmm. and like WWE doesn't even do this shit. They like no. there's only like two, two, and I've said this over and over, two young guys on the main roster, mm-hmm. Raw and SmackDown that they're pushing. Look at AEW, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. People like you can like you can count on your fingers like or more than that. Like mm-hmm. I mean, they're pushing Darby Allen. Uh, I guess now Wheeler Yuta. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Garcia. Um, sorry, I have to, I have to think. No, that's cool. Um, shit, who else? But they've got a lot. MJF, yeah, yeah. The list goes on, mm-hmm. man. It's more than five, at least. Yeah, probably close to ten or more. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like WWE doesn't do that shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Randy, the two legends on the WNS podcast. What's up, Randy? How's it going? Hi, Randy. Um, but yeah, so after the match. You know, they're kind of like licking their wounds, starting to head back up to the ring, and Wheeler just stops, and he looks back, and you can see Dan Housen and Orange be like, come on, man, like, let's go. And he's just like, no, y'all go. And he gets back in the ring, and he gets in the face of uh, William Regal, and he puts his hand out, and Regal, man, just slaps the taste out of his mouth. he smiles after he, like, hits him, right? Well, what happens is Wheeler takes takes the slap, and... He jumps like right back in the face of William Regal, and Regal is kind of just like, "Hey, now, and like, careful." And what I loved visually is that Danielson and Moxley come right next to William Regal, and they're like, "Touch him again, and you die." <laughs> that's awesome. And so you see Regal; he's got like a big grin on his face. Is like, that's what I like to you see. That fucking touch me. He well, he's like, no, that I want to see that aggression from you. Yes. And he's like, that's what we're looking for. You know, he's like, don't make a mistake right now. Go backstage. We'll talk later. They're going to get Wheeler. I think so. And uh, and he was like, he was like, I understand you're frustrated right now. I get it. You're in your you're in my face. I like that. But don't make a mistake right now. Like, this is an opportunity. I know your resume. Go backstage. We'll talk about this later. Okay, so I'm going to skip over some skip. certain things because what I'm about to say connects to something else that happened. As long as it on. connects. Okay, so there's a few people that were named that, like, hey, we should get these people in this yes. group. But mm-hmm. one person that will not be in this group, who should be in this group, is Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Which will jump into the uh, whole Jericho Appreciation Society, mm-hmm. which that made me fucking mark out. Yeah. Just because it was, it was so good. It was so cheesy, but it's like... They're appreciating Jericho. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not the biggest. Like, I like 2.0 for what they're using them for, but they just fucking shout all the time. Yeah. Hey. But what's... How you doing? Huh? That's I see the way you're looking at me. You want to you wanna fight for the title? Huh? Basically. Yeah, that's what you want. But that's not who I want to focus on. Daniel Garcia. So, <laughs> Jericho just saying, yeah, yes, he's a sports entertainer. There you go, Randy. Uh, Randy, so great, man, that's how you fucking get these marks. I'm a mark too. You are. Not, You're such an AEW mark. mark too. Don't lie either. 
Yeah, that guy behind you. This one? Uh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy's a mark. And the guy that's carrying the two guys on his shoulders. That's right. I am carrying you guys on my shoulders. You're a mark. <laughs> mark ass bitch. Uh, sorry. Um, man. Yeah, I'm Jer- out. They're appreciating Jericho, and Jericho's like, you know, he wants to be praised and all this stuff. And, like, he said he's made his money. And then Daniel Garcia. I forgot everything he said, but Daniel Garcia rips that mm-hmm. microphone from him. He's like, wait, man, you said this, but you know what? So it looks am like I. he's going to like, yeah, he goes, so am I. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, and he's the dude that's like, they're going to be wrestlers. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. They're going to say they're sports entertainers. I guess Jericho grabbed those two guys before Danielson could because for now, for now, because Daniel Garcia was like, going to be like the guy who's going to take the mantle of, Brian Danielson. You know what I mean? Because yeah. of his wrestling style. But, and I can't repeat it because I don't fucking know, but like, it also got, like, when they start booing him about sports entertainment, I was like, you fucking got them. Oh, yeah. They're always going to cheer you because of your song. Well, like, and what's funny, got him. well, what's funny is that just yesterday, I was talking to my coworker about AEW, and they're like, so what's the main difference between AEW and WWE? <laughs> I'm like, dude, if you want like to be, if you want sports entertainment and silly storylines, <laughs> you go to WWE. If you want wrestling, you go to AEW. And now here I am, like a fucking Mark, going, oh shit, he got me. He's a sports entertainer. He's not a wrestler anymore. <laughs> well, one thing I want to know is, like, they said this, like, they're just saying the shit, but I know they're going to be great wrestlers. But mm-hmm. also, what are they going to do physically? They're going to save. They're going to go and they're going to mean they're going to beat up the wrestlers. That's what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, but like, what are you going to do in the ring to be a sports entertainer? They're going to read scripted promos, and they're going to talk. They're going to do like three moves that they do every single match, and that's that's how it's going to go. But what it makes me think is that they might be setting up for. Like a feud with Danielson and Moxley, like the sports entertainers versus the wrestlers, I don't know and that could lead to like a blood and guts hills. match. They're both hills. Hmm? A little bit before the show, yeah. Not haven't fed them yet. Hi, bye. Hi, my wife. <laughs> um, but no, they're both hills, so I don't know why you would go against each other right now. Are they heels that are are Danielson and Moxley heels now? Yeah, are they though? They're like they're getting some of the bigger reactions <laughs> from the crowd. Like, hi, nurse bro. That's right, hi, nurse bro. <laughs> but no, they're like kind of a bad. I thought they were badass like heels. You know what I mean? Like Danielson acts like a heel. Moxley is just no spicy food tonight. Moxley no. is just <laughs> not saying stuff. But like Danielson's a heel for sure. Is he though? He is. Is he though? Yes. What do you think, Randy? What do you think, Steven? Or is he just a violent in-between? A like, violent motherfucker who kick your head in. That's right. And people can love him for it. I think they're heels. Or hate him. I don't think they're heels or faces. I think they're kind of in-between. Tweeners! Yeah, see? There you go. Tweeners. Randy, or Steven agrees with me. Yeah. I don't even know where I was going. I was going to say something about this shit, but... Sports entertainment. No, I laughed hard. Like... And I can't tell you what Jeff Parker and what's the other guy from 2.0? They're, that's not their Matt, name anymore. Matt something. Matt Lee and Jeff Parker. Now they have some like a name <laughs> that has like did four you, names long each. You, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Did but you watch I, Being the Elite? 
No. Oh my God. So the young bucks are talking and they're like, Matt, Jeff, man, I just want to tell you like what, how big of a fan we are. And it's 2.0 standing next to him. <laughs> I, I, they're like, we've idolized you for a long time. I am sports entertained, Randy. Uh, yeah, but no, that's that, entertainment. If you think about that's so smart and so awesome because like, I think AEW, like you have so many types of styles of wrestling, but it's the people who want wrestling and WWE is denied. Like, Oh, it's not wrestling sports entertained. So that's right. So, the people at AEW is like, that's shoved down our goddamn throats mm-hmm. so much. Like, we hate this shit. Well, that's the perfect thing. That's how, that's how they're going to get you to it. boo him. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, no. Because they sang him to the ring. Yeah, get get this fucking sports entertainment out of my fucking wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 2.0 like, is a stupid name from Stupid Creative. You'll know, never hear well, it again. Even though it came from AEW. I was about to say, it wasn't, it wasn't WWE. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. Jericho... Dude, Jericho's on the pulse, man. Yeah. He's, it's he's, the fact that he can constantly reinvent himself. It's so impressive. He it is, is 51 years old, and he has reinvented his character so damn many times. It's so great. So great. Yeah. Like, I think the first feud is going to be with Kingston and uh, Proud and Powerful with mm-hmm. probably someone else. I don't know. I think when it comes to adaptability with the times, Jericho is hands down the greatest pro wrestler yes, of all top, time. Man. He's the top. You know, like Ric Flair is up in the top, you know, just because he was one of the greatest to, yeah. to ever do it. You know, you've got your Stone Colds and Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. You know, you got your top guys. But as far as adaptability and able to alter your character in a way that still gets a reaction, even though you're doing something completely different, Jericho is on top. I'm sorry. If you're not a Chris Jericho fan, but you love, like, character development... I don't know what you're like. There's a serious disconnect. Like okay. Jericho is like, he, I've always been a big Jericho fan, but there's a few years where I fell out, like out of love with him. Yeah. But like, man, he just like proves that like he is the goat and you mm-hmm. may not agree with that. Not you, but like people out there, but like, sure. Like you said, the reinvention, like over and over and over. And yeah. Over. They don't always land. You know, there are a couple like calling himself the, the influencer. Like, yeah, I don't know about all that, but you know, I mean, it, I kind of get it, but yeah, you know, it's just like the 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 like he's going to have different names that mm-hmm. may not stick, like the rating. What, how do you say that? The ratings, the demo god, the demo god. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's just, and it's like we talked about last week. Um, let's see, he had his own group, like Inner Circle. Yeah, like Randy said, this is the first time in Jericho's career that he had his own group like Inner Circle yeah. and Jericho Appreciation Society. Like, That's right. He's never really been he's kind of been his yes. own guy. Also like I've uh, heard in the past that he's always wanted to be in a team or in a group mm-hmm. with Jake Hager. Now he's doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean they they have been since Inner Circle yeah. and like we talked about well, last week WWE, they, they, they had said no. It was like Jericho's group and it was to establish new talent. Well uh, you know, you got Santana and Ortiz. They're an established tag team in AEW now. You got uh, um, Sammy Guevara, who's an established young star. So they've kind of graduated. They've gone their way. And now it's like, okay, now let's bring in the next crop. So, I mean, he's just he's doing it again. Dude, I hope it's super successful for all those guys. I know Daniel Garcia, but think about this. Two, also help 2.0. Mm-hmm. Think about this. They were in NXT, I right? see the way you're looking at me. <laughs> you want the title? They're just shouting all the time. But, okay. So, they were in NXT, right? They did a few things. They had this internet show. They were, eh, all right. Yeah. So, Tony Khan brings them to AEW. 
Yeah. Like, they're in this simple-ass storyline. My former best jump- friend Kevin called asked if I can give him a job. <laughs> yeah. So, they're in a storyline <laughs> where they're constantly jumping Sting and Darby, right? Who would have known? Something simple as that that's getting them over. Like, they're constantly jumping. They're doing this, this, like, uh, uh, John Moxley. That's great, right? And now, now we're going to really push them. They're, okay, well, go back. They're with Daniel Garcia. That's pushing them, right? They're they're a trio. Now they're with Jericho. So it's so fucking crazy to think they were in WWE. They didn't do shit with them now. They're with fucking Jericho, and they're going to be pushed to the fucking moon. Mm-hmm. That's going to be great. Yeah. Like, Jericho is the best thing that's, like, happened to him. And, like, WWE couldn't do nothing for them because yeah. they judged them. Yep. Okay, what have I missed? Didn't really miss anything. He says, uh, Randy said, Sammy got a tattoo, lost his title, and is now out of inner circle. So I said, yeah, that's the main reason why you never get a name tattooed on you. Unless it's like a family member, don't get it someone's name tattooed on you. Just a small recommendation. What if I get one that says Daniel on my arm? No. <laughs> no, I would never. But Don't do it. Why not? Oh, now he's reversing <laughs> Why not? <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I don't, I no, don't, don't want do a name that. on it. But. Don't do that. So he's <laughs> like, you offended me now. Like, get something that has like meaning to that person, but it's not like a name, so you don't Can have I to get, get like, don't stop out. believing on my butt. Absolutely. <laughs> get the words your name tattooed oh, there. Imagine Tyler gets the podcast name tattooed on. Heck yeah. Tyler gets the podcast name. Well, okay, so I have some ideas for some tattoos. Get like a luchador mask tattooed on. Well, yeah, there's gonna be something on my arm to represent my dad. Because a few years he passed away, and then there's mm-hmm. going to be one on my other arm, forearm, about one of the... Uh, Is it going to be saying, I am that I am? No. No. And it looks like Jam That Jam? Nope. Oh, okay. Not that. Uh, something like the album cover of my favorite band, my favorite album. Um, then one on my arm of like uh, X-Men symbols. I love the X-Men. Then I one thought you were going to do that arm. on your chest. No. I thought about it, but I was like, nope, it's going to be on my arm. Why not? chest right now oh, okay all right and maybe one day one about but... uh spider-man's like face. you got some against people with tattoos on their chest no no and then, like the per- i've seen the tattoo of someone who had like the x symbol like cyclops mm-hmm. had and it looked awesome that's how he communicates I don't yeah <laughs> let's go um that's right. but i don't want that okay fair enough nice and then you get the the podcast logo that's what's gonna be on no that'll be a full back piece oh god yeah. Oh God. Hmm. You gonna pay for that? Hell no. I'm not paying for no. that. But we'll get you. We'll get you hooked up. I'm gonna get Randy's name. Randy. On my back. Randy. Yeah. There you go. Get your kid's date of birth on your body. Hey. There you go. Right in the ribs too. Just like, just like him. Just like AJ Styles. Big Bo too. Big Bo. Yeah. So FTR said that totally lost focus on the team. That's why they fired him. Uh, the Young Buck said, weird, "Don't though. don't worry. You'll always be second best team in AEW." So he was like, "Yeah, whenever we were, whenever we had the titles, or when we were in the chase for it, uh, you know, he was he was all about it. But once we lost it, then he's he's out." And Stephen, yes, uh, there are there are rumors that they're hinting at Bret Hart possibly coming in to be their manager, which I think that would be fine. Hmm. So for who? For FDR. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be a big get. If they could do that, that's crazy. But that'd be awesome. That would make sense because they're about to do the Owen Cup, and then it does. Brett have a Legends contract with WWE. 
I don't think so. Just if he if they get Brett to come in, yeah. Um, don't fall off the stage. <laughs> Not like Arn did. That would probably be best. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. After that, we got to see Scorpio Sky going up against Wardlow for the TNT Championship. Uh, I felt like this match kind of hurt Scorpio Sky, to be honest. I didn't watch it, so I don't know. Right. Um, there was a lot of kind of outside interference. Um, who was it? Paige Van Zant and her husband were out there along with Dan Lambert. Um, then Sean Spears came down the ramp. To cause a, a, a distraction for the ref while MJF this attacked was just Wardlow, like a like a MJF storyline. Yeah, like I knew, I figured that they were gonna keep the title on Scorpio Sky because he just won it, and MJF didn't want Wardlow to have the title. So, well, okay, so they need to get this shit out of the way, and then now go to uh, Scorpio Sky doing some good matches with people yeah scorpio sky will i think this is going to lead to wardlow having to go up against sean spears he'll probably have to go up against ftr because they're i think they're still part of the pinnacle and then uh he'll eventually get his way to to mjf that'll probably be the next pay-per-view double or nothing i think which is in may so so we're probably going to be in for a long haul for this one um for mjf and and wardlow um after that, we got to see Private Party going up against the Hardys. Not the Hardy Boys, because I'm pretty sure WWE owns the name yes. Hardy Boys. But So they were introduced as like the, the Hardy Hardys. Brothers or something. That's kind of what I was thinking. But it was kind of like Matt and Jeff, the Hardys. You know, so I was like, yeah. okay. But it's with the S instead of a Z. Right. Because yes. WWE was the Z? Well, no, they were Hardy Boys with Hardy a Z. Boys. Oh, with Boys. And, and AEW is just the Hardys. Not the Hardy Boys, the Hardys. Okay. So, uh, huge reaction for them to come out. And, uh, man, whenever Jeff got the tag in, the crowd went ballistic. Um, ended up getting the victory over Private Party. Uh, the Andrade family office, whatever it's called, um, they tried to attack. Sting and Darby came out to, to sort of even the odds chase them off so don't be surprised if we see like a eight-man tag match in the next week or so um main event thunder rosa Britt baker steel cage first ever women's steel cage in aew and uh i i dug the setup for this cage because it wasn't your traditional steel cage match it was so you know how sometimes the cage will stop at the ring apron mm-hmm and sometimes they have it go all the way to the floor. This one went all the way to the floor, but it had space in the front for them to get out of the ring and crawl down onto the onto the floor. Hmm. Whereas in the back of the ring, it was right up against the ring. So like they could throw them into the into the cage on one side and then crawl out and get the chairs and stuff that they needed for the other side. It was very unique. I've never seen it done like that before. It was almost like a hybrid of a, of a cage match and a hell in a cell without the roof. Hmm. So I'll have to show you after, after we get done talking. Cause, uh, it was very unique. Um, I do feel that it was a bit rushed. I feel like if they had gone, cause I think the match was like 20 minutes long. Had it gone longer, maybe they would have gotten, to to really sell some of the stuff because in the last like five minutes or so they were like 
taking bumps and just standing right up. And this will be one critique, one negative critique that I have for AEW because uh, this one, it felt so rushed towards the end. They did thumbtacks. They did a thumbtack spot and they both immediately stood right back up. Yeah. And then they did thumbtacks again. Britt Baker rolls out, grabs a chair, hits Thunder Rosa. Like she took the thumbtacks, rolled out, grabbed a chair, hit Thunder Rosa. It was so quick and it was so rushed. And I'm like, that it you're not selling any of it. And it made me think that, you know, the I don't think that the thumbtacks were sharp. Mm-hmm. I think they were kind of like rounded because like they didn't do any kind of close up on their backs at all. Yeah. Um, um the Aubrey wasn't the original referee. Like the, they did a ref bump, and so Aubrey ended up coming in, and she's like slamming her hand, her hands down. One, two, like I saw that on the tax right into the tax. Like, why? Yeah, and but you know she not once did she, was she like ow or anything like you know when we watched Revolution and they did thumb tags like you can see like it's in his hand. Yeah. Um, that wasn't the case this time, but uh, I'm happy with the outcome. I just felt like it was obviously it wasn't as good as their previous match that they had last year. You know, there was like the number one match of the year or whatever it was. But I felt it was good. I felt the introduction for Thunder Rosa was great. The crowd reacted like it was the right choice to do it in San Antonio. I know a lot of people were upset that she didn't win in Revolution, but like doing it in front of San San Antonio, I thought that was a great choice. Um, and they got a they had a good way of getting around it with that qualifying match with Layla Hirsch or whatever, uh, the previous week. So, uh, you know, I don't have a problem with the outcome. I, I had a problem with the execution of the, the last half of the match. Um, it wasn't that great. You know, the, the crowd was certainly into it, but like I said, like they did a spot, would immediately stand right back up, go right into the next spot. Like it just, it just felt incredibly rushed. Um, but the emotion that Thunder Rosa showed after the match was amazing. Uh, Dustin Rhodes came into the to the ring really? and gave her a big hug. Cause I don't know if, it, if for those who don't know, Dustin Rhodes handles a lot of the female talent. Like he okay. he helps train I them. He that. does a lot of he does he's like I think Kenny Omega is in charge of the women's division, but like. Dustin Rhodes is like basically the William Regal of NXT. Like he's that for the women's division. Okay. Like he's the head head coach basically. And so, uh, so he went in there, gave her a big hug, confetti galore and big celebration. Like I love the fact that they even brought in a mariachi, all female mariachi band really? for Thunder Rose's entrance. Like I thought that was great. That's and awesome. the crowd loved it. Cause they're in San Antonio, rich in heritage and all that. Um, I thought it was very well done. I just felt like the execution was very rushed in the, in the end. And had it been, had it been a pay-per-view where they could be like, yeah, we've got plenty of time. Then they would have been able to flesh it out a little bit better. But like I said, they did one spot where they had two chairs uh, on each side. Then they had two chairs on top of that. So it was basically like four chairs and then two chairs on top of that. And they did a, uh, what was it, back body drop, I think. And like Britt Baker just like landed on top of it with a giant thud. And it looked nasty. But if you think of it, but like, yeah, it probably hurt, but it wasn't as bad as it looks. Yeah. Um, but the match, like I said, it was, it was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Randy, like fit Finley was for WWE. He handled a lot of the, you know, he, he was 
overseeing a lot of the female talent. I got to yeah. be careful with the way I word it. I don't want to say like handled as in like a sexual thing. You know, he was in charge of uh, yeah. of the female talent. So, um, and yeah, the women's title does look a lot better. I like the re- I like the new redesign. I thought they did a great job with it. Um, so all in all, Dynamite, like I said, top to bottom, absolutely yes. stacked show. Two two weeks in a row, man. Yeah, really making me look forward to uh, to the Dynamite we're going to be going to in two months' time. Two months and a day, we'll be going to uh, Dynamite slash Rampage oh in God. Houston. I'm pretty excited about I'm that. I'm so pumped. I'm not going to lie. I'm so pumped. Like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I just um, want to give you a hug. <laughs> Big old hug. That's right. Uh, some hot topics to talk about. Pete Dunn made his debut on SmackDown this past week as Butch. That goes in hand As in soon hand. as they said Butch, I was like, Budge. That goes hand in hand with like the next topic. But yeah, no, Budge. What the fuck? <laughs> like, why why does WWE get off on like we gotta change their name, we gotta do this? Pete Dunn was good. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like who What's, was whose idea was this? Was this um Fuck, what's his name? Vince? Bruce Pritchard's um, idea? Maybe. Or was this Pete Dunn doesn't come in that Pete Dunn. Uh, fuck, what's his name? The other Dunn guy that's the right hand man. Kevin? Kevin. He doesn't <laughs> I just talked to Kevin. Um does he come up with ideas or he's just like a right hand man who like you know, I think he's just right hand man camera fondles on. Vince's balls. Oh my. Know. I don't know. Oh my. I don't I don't like Butch. I'm gonna be honest with you, but I like Butch. No, uh, <laughs> like as soon as they said Butch, I was like, "This is the spot that Adam Cole was supposed to be in." So I wonder if Adam Cole was supposed to be Butch. Well, they said they wanted Adam Cole said that they wanted him to cut his hair and be a, more of a manager. So fuck you, not you, but them. <laughs> but because it's like they don't know shit. Like Adam Cole's a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like, like what are the odds of? John Silver saying Budge. That's close to Butch. Like, maybe it's a coincidence. Could be. Or maybe they know something we do not. That's probably like one of the names that was pitched to him. Maybe Adam like, Cole. Yeah, we're going to call you to... Butch. Yeah, you're Butch. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, okay, you're not Butch. Terrible. <laughs> Pete does Butch now. And looks like... Oh I mean, I'm sure that he'll find a way to make it work. But as far as name-wise, Walter's a uh, uh, Nazi. Gunther, yeah. yeah Gunther. Whatever. He's a Nazi. Now. In good news, at least, Big E has returned home from the hospital. Well, we didn't talk about that he broke his neck. I thought we talked about that last week. No, because that was... what Did did we? When did we do the podcast? Didn't we record last Saturday? Yeah, we did. So, we covered it in the podcast. We just didn't do it on Twitch. Yeah. It was a, it was a horrifying spot, Randy. And um, one doctor has come out and said that based on the injury... And this would be for normal people. They think that Biggie's in-ring career would be over. So, if that is indeed the case, that would be heartbreaking. God. But I would much rather him be safe than paralyzed. And even if he, like, if it's the end of his in-ring career, he can still have a job with WWE doing something. Yeah. Be a manager for New Day. Yeah. If New Day still is. And he would, he would absolutely be a Hall of Famer, too. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know, just just on the tag team alone. So it's, it's it's crazy, man. That could have been way worse than it was. And absolutely, I'm really glad that 
like there was no surgery needed. It was just like fractures instead of like full on breaks. Like that I could have been. Wonder if it's going to a nightmare. Like bother Ridge Holland mentally. Supposedly, from what I heard, is that a lot of people approached him and be like, "Dude, it's not your fault. Like accidents happen, you know." But I also think that's like the second injury that he's caused or has happened on his watch or something. So, uh, you know, hopefully he doesn't take it too personally. Cause like I said, it can happen. And that's the thing. Like, I think that's something that we as fans take for granted is that they, they are professionals in this, in this aspect in which accidents can happen at any time. And we're very lucky that they don't because it, you know, these some of the stuff that they that. do could happen yeah. anytime to end the, in their careers. I wasn't laughing at that. I was laughing yeah. at what Stephen posted. Yeah, Stephen posting got, got blocked, blocked by Ridge. from Ridge Holland. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, so hopefully Biggie can fully recover. If he decides to return to the ring, I hope he's very cautious about it. Yeah, you know, don't do the diving thing for the love of God, please. Do not. Um, so. Maybe we'll see him back in the ring. Maybe not. As long as he's going to be able to walk, that's the most important thing. Yeah. Um, in good news, Queen Charmel is going to be the latest inductee of the WWE Hall of Fame. She'll be joining The Undertaker and Vader. And for those who are wondering about Batista, there are sources who are believing that he will be inducted because uh, he was supposed to be during the 2020 and he was or 2021, he was like, no, I don't want to be there unless fans are there. Uh, so rumor has it is that he's going to be inducted during the Los Angeles class next year. Okay. So, because he was confirmed to be in the Hall of Fame, but he just decided to be inducted at a later time. So congratulations, Queen Charmel. Um, as I always remember her going, oh, hell, King Booker! I didn't know her. Like, Because I didn't watch WCW. Mm-hmm. I know she was a manager. She was a Nitro LA. girl, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, one of the rumors is the Steiner brothers are going to be inducted. Well, I heard Rick, not Scott. You can't do Rick unless it's with Scott. Like, sorry. Well, can. Sorry, to, can. sorry to Rick, but... Okay, Jeff Hardy. They want Jeff Hardy instead of... Matt. Well, Jeff Hardy as a singles competitor has a Hall of Fame career. Rick Steiner... He didn't have a singles he, career? He did not. Okay. Yeah. Dogface Gremlin. Yeah. I mean, he tried in WCW for a little bit because they did split him up because Scott Steiner turned heel, joined NWO, and he all, he went off to have his own career, whereas Rick Steiner, not so much. So I feel like if, if Rick Steiner is going to the Hall of Fame, it's because of the Steiner brothers. So that's probably what they'll end up doing. Um, so we'll have to see. Earl Hebner for Hall of Fame, WWE? Mm, I don't know, maybe. Is he refing at all? I don't think so. He might be done. I think um, he... he the last thing he did was TNA. Yeah. Who knows? But uh yeah, I mean aside from that, no other no other uh rumors that I've heard, but that's also you know, we'll see. Oh, that's right, he did do a match in AEW. He was it was like the first championship match or something, wasn't it? I think. Mm, I don't know. It's been a while since we've seen him. I have seen a couple of new referees in AEW though, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's kinda I guess they're gonna cycle some of those in and out um do we think braun breaker is winning the title back from Dolph ziggler at takeover probably not i wouldn't be surprised if braun breaker is coming to the main roster um we'll see um that's the case that's pretty fast yeah but like man he's not like 
green, but he's he's just like his dad. He mm-hmm. wrestles like his dad, talks like his uncle. Yeah. Like, he just fucking shouts, yeah, you want some? I just want him to say fat asses and that he's hungry. <laughs> it's and all just, he like, wants. Just say some gibberish. Just and, say like, it. And, like, curse like Scott. Please. Please. <laughs> we want a Scott. He's fat. Two- Scott 2.0. Yeah. Please. Big Booty Daddy 2.0. In an already saturated market of wrestling podcasts, get ready for one more. Mick Foley planning on starting a podcast pretty soon. So be on the lookout for that. I'm sure you'll hear many of his tales on the road, and he'll bring in all kinds of stories. Conrad is not the podcast father, okay? God, I swear to God, if Conrad is doing it with him, I'm going to just lose my mind. Dude, Conrad does like five or six podcasts with the other dudes. It's ridiculous. He's just lucky because he married into like save some the for the Flair's rest of us. Family. So yeah, he now he gets to meet and get up with like everyone. Like there's so many Jeff Jarrett, Chris. Save Hero. some podcasts for the rest of us. Yeah, I know, man. <clears throat> He's the first to probably like a normal guy to do podcasts with uh, wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But he's not the first. Like, the first, I'm not saying us, Cole Cabana is, like, the first, to my knowledge, of wrestler-wise. But then, like, we were, like, a year after Colt, I think. Yeah. We started in two- December of 2010. Yeah. So we've been going hard, hard in, the in the paint. Ric Flair has a podcast again. I know. He does. Good Lord. Uh, speaking of Flair, Charlotte Flair, final bit of Hot Topic news. Charlotte Flair has broken the record for the longest combined days as WWE Women's Champion, surpassing bleh, surpassing Trish Stratus, who had previously held it at 821 days. So wow. it's rumored that she'll keep it till at least WrestleMania, which would be, I believe, 842 days. Wow. Which is nuts. It's a long time as champion. Like, I don't know who's going to take it from Charlotte. If it's, if it's Ronda. Be Ronda. And It'll like, be Ronda. Ronda hates the crowd, so I don't fucking care. <laughs> she does. Uh, they're advertising uh, for money in the bank, Ronda and Lesnar. So they'll probably... Like, you know, at this Ronda point, will probably like, be champion. Like, I don't know I about that. I still like her, but at the same time, I don't give a fuck because like, she hates everyone. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. The fact that like she hates on the crowd so much because she's being a heel. She's acting heel-ish, even though she's supposed to be the face. And the crowd's like, well, you're being a heel, so we're supposed to boo you. What's so funny is it's just going to piss her off more. Yeah. Did you hear like Dana Brooke said that she got like very emotional? Uh, she was very upset because the crowd was booing her while she was heel. It's like, don't you know what a heel's supposed to do? Like, you're supposed to get the crowd to boo you. That's your job. Yeah, get over yourself. Ugh. Man, I tell you. Wrestling these days. You don't think Brock's going over? Uh, Yeah, I don't think so either. All right. They're trying to build Roman. And, like... (laughs) They're trying to build Roman. Is he not already built? Well, they Damn. build him more if he's going to go over Lesnar than The Rock, if yeah. they're going to do wrong. If they're going that way. Roman's boring? Uh, it's a lot. I still like Roman. Yeah. I still do. Um, You're such a mark. I am. <laughs> mark-ass bitch. That's um, right. Like, 
there was a point where I like I liked him and I didn't like him. Then I liked him and I didn't like him. Now I like him again. So it's up in the air. It is, but we'll have to see as we get closer to WrestleMania. Uh, I'm sure that more and more will become known to us. Will we see Cody? Will we not? I is think it, we will. Yeah. Like, it still blows my fucking mind. Like, why go back to WWE? I mean, I kind of get it because of getting lost in the shuffle, but you're the fucking EVP, dog. Yeah. Well, you were. You had the world in your hand. And the, the fact that he took so many shots at WWE, yeah. and it's kind of just like, oh, I'm, now you're going I'm going to go back there. Yeah, this place you is know, great. People have taken shots at WWE and other companies. Now they've, they've, like, they've gone back, and then they... Like, look at James Gang. That's the New Age Outlaws that were in TNA. Mm -hmm. They had a fucking storyline on TNA calling out Michael Hickenbottom and Paul Levesque, Triple H and Shawn Michaels on TV. Yeah. And going up to not WWE headquarters, but like certain shows where Raw and SmackDown was like calling them out like, what the fuck? You know, (laughs) and they they brought them back. Yeah. So Randy asks, I wonder who will beat Jade Cargill. That's a good That's question. A good question. I, I mean, they're know. gonna build her for a while, but that is a good question. Who you're gonna, who is gonna take it off her? Yeah. I would say, uh, Ruby Soho. Mm, that could be a good one. Mm-hmm. You have a crazy feeling Cody will be the GM of Ring of Honor. That's also a possibility. That's also I've a heard rumor. that rumor. Yeah, I've heard that rumor floating around as well. I would actually prefer that over WWE. Yeah. That's just me because I'm like, I'm at the point where, uh oh, is it going? <laughs> um, I'm at the point where I, I mean, I like parts of WB, but at the same time, I'm like, fuck you, because you insult my intelligence. You, you do this, you do that, you flip flop because mm-hmm. you are not not every WWE superstar. I'm just talking about like Vince and Kevin Dunn and other people. It's like it's just, you just pissed me off. Yeah. Um, Randy's like, how's, how's the, the new, new WWE, WWE game? game? I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah, it hits different. Learning huh? the controls, it actually does. There's like so many combos that you can do. I'm actually learning because I'm like playing a certain game and like I love the controls of the past games. So this is is taking me a little bit to get used to, and there's certain moves that certain superstars do, certain counters like they don't do that shit. So that takes me out. But everything else is actually pretty good. So you're saying it's not real enough for you? Not real enough. No, it, I mean it, it's it's really good, but it's actually more enjoyable than I thought it was. Yeah. Um, I haven't tried GM mode. I've been playing a little bit of universe mode. Which who's your current champions? Current champion in universe mode. Yeah. Roman is okay. Roman is a SmackDown champion. Brock is Raw. Such a mark. Yeah, same people. But there's some things that have changed. Intercontinental champion mm-hmm. is actually Drew Gulak. Oh, Gabba Gulak. Yes, <laughs> Gabba Gulak, man. Everything else is like the same. Yeah. But right. I was like, it was like Drew Gulak versus uh, Shinsuke. Because mm-hmm. Shinsuke starts out with the title. I was like, no, I love Shinsuke, but Drew Gulak, he's winning the title. Gabba, no Gabba love Gulak. for Shinsuke. How's my rise? I haven't tried that. It's still this is a review in progress, and I haven't had too much time. But my rise in GM is next. The question we all have is: John Dynamite in this game? I haven't made a Son character a yet. Bitch. I know. I know. He will. He will. He will. He will. 
Yeah, he's going to be a part of it. Bring him out of retirement. I will get you back to you next week. I will get back to you next week. There you go. We'll see. That's right. We will see. Because I'm playing that in Cyberpunk right now. Yeah. So nice. On PS5, because I PS5. just got a PS5. There you go. Uh, well, my wife and I are going to be playing Jackbox Party Pack right here on Twitch tomorrow night. So that'll be fun. Ooh. And then uh, I, recent, I recently downloaded from Steam the uh, Arkham, the Batman Arkham series. All three? Yeah, all three. Four? So, or four. I'll have to check and see. But um, there's Origins. So. Yeah, because I played them all on the PlayStation, but I want to I go through them again. Because I went, I went and watched uh, the Batman movie um, during my anniversary weekend, opening weekend for the movie. And like I've been having the theme stuck in my head ever since it's such a good theme mm-hmm. like I've, I've heard a lot of people giving like mixed reviews for the movie i freaking loved it and if you need someone to go with to go watch it holla at your boy i will happily go through it again it's almost like three hours long yeah totally worth it for me though i like i love it i don't know why people are complaining that it's long i'm like dude if it's drawn if it's well told i don't care how long it is like I'll I will easily sit there. We can easily sit there and like binge watch a season of a TV show, yeah. which is like seven or eight hours, but we'll complain if the movie's over two and a half hours. I'm like, that makes no sense. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, Randy, yeah, I was lucky to get a PS5. He robbed the bank. Yeah, yeah. I know someone. Like, who knows someone who uh, actually has a Walmart Plus account, which they were selling them uh, a few weeks ago. You go. So they snagged me one, and I paid them. That's how you do it. Beat the system. You won. Congratulations. Just in time for the PlayStation 6 to be announced. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking crazy because it's still hard to get. It's been over a year. It has. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know. Whatever. Stuff happens. But we want to certainly thank all of you for tuning in on our Twitch channel. Certainly want to thank everyone for listening online. Uh, if you have any questions for us, feel free to leave it on our Facebook page, Domain This Podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com. WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify. And Amazon Music, just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at DRH Pro. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear. Abear underscore mode on Instagram. DRH underscore pro on Instagram. You can also follow me right here on Twitch or on TikTok, which one of my videos is currently going viral, which is kind of cool. It's about the Pixar putt. Yes. Um, I w- woke up and had like 500 views, and now I'm like almost 10,000, which is Dang. It's nuts for me. Um, but you can follow me on there, DRH Pro. So if you have any questions for us, leave it there. Other than that, thank you so much for tuning in for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear. And we will catch you. Yeah, don't go Hollywood on me. That's right. Uh, we will catch you all on the next one. Have a good one. See you later. Good one. Bye.